Hey guys, welcome to You Can Talk. My name is Tommy Yu and I'm the host of You Dive Deep. I know it's difficult to get to know the host of a show when every episode is dedicated to a new guest, so these segments are kind of to help you get to know me through random stories and life events. My name is Tommy Yu and this is my story. So I have gotten like a lot of great feedback on these mini bonus episodes that I've been doing for the show. And it's a really cool platform for me as well, because I have a tendency of not opening up very much. And it's ironic because I chose podcasting as a platform to let everyone know more intimate details of my life. And I always look forward to recording these episodes because it gives me an opportunity not just to reflect in who I am, but why I am this way. So let's just jump right into it. So when I was entering high school, I still had this class clown persona that continued to stick with me. And honestly, it even got worse when I was there. It almost became an act where I began to feel like exhausted because I felt like I was always trying to be entertaining. And ironically enough, this persona that was supposed to get people to like me started to rub people the wrong way. And I completely understand why. I felt like I was always trying too hard to make people like me. And I started to feed into this big ego I started to develop. I got so addicted to being the center of attention and making people laugh that it was honestly the only thing I really look forward to. I feel like you guys need to know a little bit of my home life to know why I started to act the way I did throughout middle school and high school. As most of you know, I am a first generation Korean. I feel like I've said that a hundred times, but what does that really mean? My parents were born in South Korea and immigrated over to the U.S. when they were young. Um, I know my mom moved over to the U.S. when she was really young, maybe right around six or seven, but I'm not too familiar with my dad. I do know that they both got married really young in Korea and both permanently moved here, and my mom had me when she was around 21 years old. I share a lot of the same background that many other first generations go through. We grew up poor, but my parents did a fantastic job trying to give us everything we needed. My parents eventually went through a very messy divorce when I was in middle school, and I lost almost all relationship I had with my dad because he moved over back over to Korea. And I start to focus so much on trying to learn the language of English better that I start to lose my abilities to speak Korean fluently. So there was that kind of language barrier that continued to further isolate me from my dad. I always like to say that I'm not fluent now by any means, but if you were to drop me off in Korea right now, I think I would know enough to survive and then pick up the language and get fluent again just in a few months. One thing I wanted everyone to know is that although divorce is somewhat common in the Western culture, it's really frowned upon in the Korean culture. Their mentality is that no matter how bad it gets, you stick together for your kids. A lot of Korean cultures actually revolve around the theme of family. I mean, like a perfect example is, look at Korean barbecue. Well, first of all, it's amazing. The food is fantastic. It's a little expensive, but you get a lot for what you pay for. You're not supposed to go into your Korean barbecue and... Just be in and out within half an hour. You're honestly meant to spend like an hour to even three hours there with your family, eating, talking, just doing whatever. And so this kind of theme of family is just so big in Korea. So when this divorce occurred, it hit me pretty hard because I was old enough to know what was going on. And I was trying to form, quote unquote, who was right and in the wrong. I might not have been accurate at the time, but I was developed enough to comprehend what was really going on. I had a younger sister who is three years younger than me, and I know it impacted her much more than it did to me. And she's honestly one of the strongest person I know, and I look up to her a lot. So I know I never really mention her in the podcast, and I don't intend to release her name or anything like that. But my relationship with my sister is really unique, but that's definitely going to be an episode for a future podcast. 
So before this messy divorce and everything occurred, my relationship with my family was still a bit off. My mom was always really strict and showed tough love. I remember I would always fear bringing home a B minus or something like that because I knew I would be screamed at. And honestly, I remember a few times I would talk back to her and she would actually hit me with this like bamboo back scratcher that we had, but she would only specifically hit me on my palm and the bottom of my feet so it wouldn't leave a mark. Oh my God, those were some different times. But now let's focus on my dad. My dad, on the other hand, I wish I could tell you more about, but I think the fact that I can't really derive a lot of memories with him speaks to our relationship. He would go to work all day, get home around five or six, go to our one to two bedroom apartment, just eat dinner, go on the computer to kill some time and go to bed. And my mom was the one who would go to my soccer games and school events while my dad kind of did his own thing. And at first, I really resented him. But at the same time, I'm now putting myself in his shoes. He was trying to support this entire family, uh, you know, wasn't making a lot of money. So I can't imagine how much time and effort he put in his work. So by the time he got home, he was probably absolutely drained. But once again, I also don't want to be caught where I'm making excuses either. So it's easy to see that my home life was pretty weird, and I believe that that's kind of where the origin of where this class clown persona and my ego started to come from. I was always walking on eggshells at home, not trying to set off my mom's short temper, and I would always want my dad's attention that I never got, so I would act out in school or I would try to command the attention of my peers. It's crazy to reflect on how all this molded who I am today, but that is exactly where I could pinpoint why I acted the way I did growing up. Always being over the top, animated, and going to extremes just to make people laugh. It was just something I would never get at home and I would try to suppress. Going through high school, I went through many different phases, just like I'm sure a lot of you did. My freshman year and sophomore year, I played a lot of sports, played football. But then my junior year, I joined chorus and the drama club. And by the time I was a senior, I did a little bit of everything. I love that I got to be a part of all these different social groups because it gave me an opportunity to try and entertain even more people. So by the time I was a senior, my ego was at its absolute worst. I thought I was like the king of the world because my high school had something called the Variety Show. This was like the biggest senior classes fundraiser where a select handful of seniors became something called MCs for this big talent show across two days. We come up with skits, monologues, and pretty much everything. We ran the entire show. And in return, we got free tuxes for prom and just like a lot of perks like that. At this point, I really felt like I made it. You had to audition to become an MC, and when I got it, my head blew up so big, even though it didn't really matter outside of this very small circle. I always assumed that I was the person everyone wanted to talk to. I was the one that people gravitated towards at parties because I was the life of the party, and I would entertain them, that I was the one that everyone wanted to be around. But the harsh reality started to set in as I got older, and I realized that was not true. I'm not everyone's cup of tea, and I know that now, but imagine a high school version of me shoving myself into your face, forcing you to be my friend. My goodness, that is just so unbearable, but that's exactly what I was doing. I thought so highly of myself, and it's pathetic to think now of how much approval I seek from everyone, but honestly, I'm not surprised that I kind of acted this way because of what was going on with my home life. All of this ego had to take a seat when I eventually graduated and went to college. And that's kind of when the humble reality smacked me in my face and said, hey, we don't care who you are in high school. But, you know, that's a story for another time. I hope that gave you a little more insight into who I am. I'm looking forward to more of these bonus segments where I can tell you more about how I became the person I am today. I look forward to diving deep into more conversations with all of you soon. Until next time.